This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. Well, hello, everybody. Bing is for doing, and here we are doing another awesome episode of AfterBuzz TV for Dexter. Oh, <laughs> season seven, episode episode eleven. <laughs> do you see what I see? And what what do we? Yeah, what, what do, do you see, see Stephen, that we don't <laughs> see? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean Overman, and I am joined here by my awesome co-host, and we have a special guest tonight. Let's go around the table. Uh, I am Stephen Lemieux, and if you hear sniffling at all, that's going to be me this episode. Hooray. I'm Anna Koppel. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> I'm Matthew Fahey, and I'm also very confused. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm JJ Jorgens. Woo! And, uh, of course, you guys can always hit us up at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash AfterBuzz TV, or you can call in 424-256-1729 and join the conversation as well. So we have a bunch of awesome stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Dexter and Hannah and their relationship and how, oh my gosh, <laughs> how it ended up. And we're also going to discuss LaGuerta and Matthews and their pursuit of the Bay Harbor Butcher, who... Uh, and and that was just as hilarious as it usually is, right? With the with the mm-hmm. dynamic between uh, them two, and of course we'll talk about Dexter and Deb, and we're going to be talking to Matt Fahey over here, who is on the the uh, MTV show Awkward. Yes, sir. So we're going to be discussing projects that you have and and your your career and such. But <laughs> thanks for, <laughs> and thank you for being here. By it the may way. be a little bit boring, but uh, <laughs> well, then we'll delve into your personal life right. if need be. Oh, so. we'll just keep talking about Dexter. Exactly. No, we're <laughs> good. And we should mention that he was on Dexter. And yes. he was yes. on Dexter. Yes. Yes. A very important point That's here right. on the Dexter After Show. <laughs> now, what, do you do you recall like what what season? It was season uh, four, right? Season four. Okay. The great uh, one. And I uh, I played the uh, what Dexter thought was the neighborhood vandal. 
but oh, I, yeah. it ended up being my dad, who actually played my dad in another show, which was <laughs> kind of oh, weird. That is so funny. Yeah, he played my dad in Without a Trace, so uh, I got funny. on set and I saw him and I was like, really? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was it was an excellent episode to be a part of. So yeah, that's so funny. So um, so he um, I, I forget exactly what happened in that episode, but you were the vandal. He, yep. And mm-hmm. and what? Okay, so that's where Dexter was like sleuthing around the neighborhood, yes. trying to find out what was going on. And then people thought that he may have been a burglar too, right? Yep. They yeah, had the yeah, neighborhood yeah. watch and yep. all the lights and everything. Yeah, but he, you were also hitting on his daughter, right? And he didn't I, like that. No, no, no. I, I was not hitting on his daughter. <laughs> 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 Everybody thought that I was like hitting on his daughter. I said that online today. But I, but I really wasn't. This is exactly what was written: was she had a crush on me? I'm going into college, and you know, I was just being a nice guy by answering her questions and talking to her because you know I was the only other kid at the neighborhood watch party. You were being a good so, neighbor. So I was just, I was just kind of like explaining to her like what what my dad was. I can't go to college because my dad is getting divorced and lost all his money and all this stuff. So, but everybody started saying that it, it's kind of weird that I'm older and hitting on the daughter. And I was like, well, that's not what it is. I, I, <laughs> I was like, right, I'll just leave it to the writers. <laughs> I love how defensive you got as though it was like yeah. your own honor, you know? It was. That wasn't true. I didn't get that. <laughs> Why they said that? You really, you really embodied the character. No, right? I'm glad you guys brought that yeah. up because now it's finally I'm able to get it out there. I was, I was not hitting on her. She was like 12. <laughs> So was your acting inspiration right. while you were hitting on the other guy. How did you prepare for this role? All of, all of my questions were about you hitting on her, so I don't, I don't know where to go from there. I don't know. Oh, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> Too funny, guys. Okay, let's let's go. We'll talk about all yeah, your yeah. career with, and, and stuff throughout the show, but let's go ahead and delve into uh, Dex and Hannah. So, um, we, you know, the scene opens up uh, at the beginning of the episode, and Dexter's old, and it, it's, it was kind of... <coughs> Oh, we got the cough going on over here. <laughs> if you want to sneeze, you can sneeze, Stephen. It's okay. Sexy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he never thinks about the future until now, right? So we see Dexter. This is the first time we have, like, like a flash forward that Dexter's, like, imagining or fantasizing about the future, right? And even you, Stephen, like, you mentioned that you were, like, surprised that he had gray hair and stuff because we Dexter never thinks about the future, right? Yeah, he, he, he never really goes into that because whenever you see Dexter talking about, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen next? What if in 10 years when I'm in jail, when I'm in jail, when they have Harrison in juvenile hall or whatever, he always thinks of it in a negative fashion, like he's going to be put in jail, they're going to find out who he is and things like that. And it's always um, his dad shows up and talks about the future as well, saying like, after they throw you away, if you don't adhere to the code, they're going to throw you away. And I mean, it was just kind of an interest. It was kind of an interesting scene to see because it's so out of his his character to be seeing himself married to another woman, especially after the horrible thing that happened to Rita with his whole mindset of he's he's not meant for love and things like that. And it was nice to see Harrison grown up because it really because that is the the underlying truth behind Dexter is he wants to see his son grow up. 
that's that's his motivation for everything he's doing now is to see Harrison become that kid who's going to college and being successful and not like him. Right. Well, he said something like growing old is not only a possibility. Now it seems appealing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the past that the future has not been kind to people of his type which is true. Of his profession. Mm-hmm. Of his profession, sure. <laughs> was it this season, or I, I think maybe, it, it, I think it was last season, that they talked about the Tooth Fairy? Oh, uh, yeah. The older gentleman, he was yeah. like, am I just going to end up this old man with nothing but a box of teeth to look at? Which was, you know, sort of depressing. I think that's the only other time that I can recall him. Which was analogous to his, like, box of slides and such. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh I thought I thought it was interesting how we see Dexter and and Hannah in that flash forward and together they're like so old and gray, you know, and it, it's like the whole like I like it just looks so pale like when it was like they were shot in the scene, right? But then we see like Harrison, Dexter's son, like in the background walking around and it's so it's so vibrant in that shot, you know? So it, it, it was really positive and it was like such an evolution to see Dexter thinking about the future like that. Okay. Can I just point something out real quick? You might hate me for it or not. Deb wasn't in that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be a little strange if she was living in their house. With hey, he, it's a future of his family, and if Deb's in his family, she wasn't in that. But with how protective she is, I could see her in that. Exactly. Scene. You could see her driving the car yeah. that Harrison's getting like, out the window, like, yeah. oh man, yeah. pissed off. She's got a gun. She's like looking, looking down at Hannah. Yeah. She's crotchety. Yeah. She's like, I'm never going away. Her little tennis ball thing. She's and looking at <laughs> Saying an F word somewhere. You know, that, yeah. dropping the F bomb. I do want to point out, Sean, you said that they're both so old and gray. I, I thought Hannah looked exactly the same. But, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they didn't do much in the way of like creases and like wrinkles and makeup on that. But it was just they just made them look paler. I could see, and they just made them have like, she, gray hair. They turned much. her into cougar, basically. I thought she looked the same. I thought this is creepy you now. Like, yeah, a bit. <laughs> it's like sixty-five-year-old Dexter is still dating like a twenty-four-year-old. It's weird. <laughs> and he's still older. still whacking guys too. Still, like, stabbing those bodies. Oh, yeah. It's like he's on autopilot. Pretty much. Could happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, you know, it it progresses, and we see that he finds out that uh, Hector Estrada? Hector Estrada. Hector Uh Estrada is being released, and he's going to be on parole. Okay? And uh, he's he's obviously upset about that in in the... but. not necessarily upset. Actually, he's very happy about that because it's his early Christmas present in a way. Because it's it's the guy, Hector Estrada is the guy who gave the order to kill Dexter's mom mm-hmm. in, in the beginning. He's the last survivor of those three people. The first guy Dexter took care of and the second guy was, uh, what did he say, was shot in yeah. a drug deal gone yeah. bad or something like that. So this is this this enters the whole concept of this, of the theme of this episode, which was the Christmas and the world giving something back to Dexter. And and sadly, we find out in the end that's not right. And there were a few other themes. I know you're going to throw that out there, but there were, that was just one of the underlying themes of the holidays and what it means to him. So um, we have, uh, a little bit later, we have, let's see, what was it? Uh, Hannah, um, she was being, oh, she visits, a little bit later, let's fast forward. So Hannah, she goes ahead and she visits that one witness. What was the witness's name? Arlene. Arlene. Yeah. Arlene Schwartz. Okay, so Schwartz or Schwarm, something like that. So she visits her, and she finds out that Deb went ahead and visited her and was pressing her for information about the whole case, that, that whole thing, the counselor being killed when they were both in that home, right? Tram. Arlene Tram or something. Tram? Yeah. With a T? 
Okay. Anyway. Schwartz-Tram. <laughs> Man, I was way off. <laughs> but they immediately get that whole best friend vibe. Like, they were the, they were the friends. They went through their sh- crap together. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it, seemed like, it seemed like Tram wouldn't be someone to turn on Hannah. And they actually revealed something pretty important, I feel like. I don't, know, I don't think they talked about this in the previous episodes, that the counselor, there, there was a reason for the counselor being poisoned and killed, which was pretty much that um, he was touching them, right? Probably, like, sexually abusing them in some way. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Well, yeah. I they know. said that previously. Yeah, oh, they they I think they that mentioned previously? it slightly. Yeah, because okay. they said she always has a reason for her kills, and that was the reason why I believe. Right. Justifiable, huh? It, yeah, it, it yeah. was very justifiable. <laughs> well, know, if she had a code, that it would fit her code. Right, yeah. exactly. And we, we did, and this was actually the scene between Hannah and Arlene was after Deb actually goes and meets with Arlene to talk to her about the whole Hannah situation and talks about how her father knew and her father gave her the inv- evidence and everything. But she, she's a smoker, she's got the kids, she's kind of like on the verge talking about trying to make it to that next year, knock on wood. So, I mean, she has her doubts in herself about staying off, was it meth or heroin? Oh, I don't remember. S- something, but... I don't know if they ever said. Yeah. But, but uh, basically, Deb promises immunity in return for information on on Hannah. So, it's it's interesting to see... The actress actually did a pretty good job with this when Hannah's meeting with Arlene in the car and actually showing kind of a thought process of, okay, I know Hannah's here, she's like my best friend, but at the same time, I could turn her in and get immunity and my record would pretty much be slate clean and I'd be able to stay with my kids without having to worry about the cops. So you don't, you don't think about it too much, but while watching the scene, she does do a good, pretty good job like bouncing back and forth. You can see it in her face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but immunity doesn't mean like immunity from law enforcement for the rest of your life. It has to do with like this one case. It, it's very specific in that case. No, right. but if Deb, if Deb goes into the case and finds something on Hannah, it'll automatically make... Um, her, make Arlene an accessory and she'd go back to jail for being accessory to that murder and with Deborah looking into the case I mean it's kind of like a the lieutenant is looking into a case that you were an accessory on like you gotta have that fear like oh if she finds anything and I'm not the one to give it to her I'm screwed right so that's the kind of that's the kind of fear that Deborah was putting into her mind yeah and she looks a little bit more messed up than Hannah is yeah the whole situation like Hannah kind of keeps going on with the justifiable killings but at the same time She's all a mess, and just she's all she's thinking about is the cops, right? Yeah, exactly. And and it kind of I think the whole situation kind of affected her more than it affected Hannah because she's a now disaster. she's on drugs and and she's got kids. She smoked a cigarette right after she finished one. And it, it looks like it affects her a lot more. So she's really freaking out about the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So- so I don't know if, in the end, if Dexter didn't do this, Arlene may have even come through. We might even see Arlene, Arlene more in the next episode. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Matt, did you notice how uh, throughout, pretty much like, I think it was like a little bit, maybe like half or three quarters of the episode, that Dexter's feelings changed so much towards towards Hannah, right? I, I did. I think it was more of like him having a, a feeling since Rita is that like he, he finally has found somebody else that he like really... Like we were saying before, is it, he sees a future with, which he never really did before. And then when his sister, who he cares about so much, was like, listen, I think she did this. And then once she fit, his sister gets in the car accident, or was I supposed to say that right now? No, that's no, fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'm skipping. <laughs> <my head. laughs> once, that happened, once that happened, it kinda, he 
you, yeah, you do see the change, and it's like he's heartbroken at the same time as everything else that happens, and I don't want to keep talking about because I'm going to ruin it. No, 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 no it's okay. Fine, like, fine. Anybody, yeah. Yeah, everybody has seen this episode. <laughs> it's, the, it's the after show, not the before show. <laughs> yeah, 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 but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you, you definitely see the, the change, the emotional change in midway three quarters of the episode. And yeah. I mean, oh, you definitely do because originally when we when Dex and Hannah meet up again in the episode, she texts him HELP in all capital letters, and then it cuts to them pulling the tree and actually doing the tree. Like, this is their first Christmas together. It's the first time she'll get to enjoy Christmas, like, as a family. So that's when Dexter actually invites her to spend Christmas with Harrison, with Jamie and himself. I mean, that's it's a big step when it's a woman who he knows could poison him any time. And then the doubt starts to form in his mind a little bit after the whole Deb thing, and then at dinner... He's mentioning like you. He, he's you looking never, at every single piece. You of, can never really trust her. You can never That's trust the poisoner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's looking at every single piece, and then he's like, "I'll have a little bit of everything." Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, was, I like the the little secret that they both share, though, and the connection that they have, where it's because Rita didn't know about what he did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. He was always that, always lying to exactly. Rita about everything. He's lying to Hannah about stuff too, but it's it's not as bad as with exactly. Rita. Exactly. Yeah, but the fact that they like both share the the murderous ways, I think is like a really cool little touch to the whole season. Yeah. It's yeah. over now. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, and um <laughs> so so we fa- Yeah, it is over now. So we fast forward, he's, you know, he accuses her of poisoning Deb and that, that's the scene after Christmas. And then she she reveals something pretty interesting, which is that she says that it, she never makes mistakes, and that um, if she had poisoned Deb, that Deb would be dead. If she wanted her dead, she would have killed her. Okay, but uh, then Dexter goes ahead and what he goes through the car crash. He gets the bottle. He tests it, and uh, like I, I'm pretty conflicted about the results of the test. I think they were really ambiguous. What did you guys think? Yeah, they said that it was forty percent. Forty percent concentration on that drug, right? Alprazolam. Alprazolam. Yeah. The antidepressant. Yeah. Um, anti-anxiety. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't. Do we believe Hannah? Do we? Is that like a? Was that Hannah sort of just like threatening Deb? Hey, back off! Or because she wouldn't actually kill Dexter's sister, but that was her way of threatening. Or was Deborah setting Hannah up? I don't know. But I did learn this about Dexter. He's very easily manipulated by both of these women. Mm-hmm. Oh, because all women. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel no, like he, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I agree with you. Yeah, both of these women know how to kind of now work him, and 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 I also think that it's very interesting this this whole conversation of Dexter accusing Hannah and talking about this when he, she he killed her dad. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> it's so ironic. Yeah. Well, at least didn't have to deal with in laws. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, my log- my logic behind. Honestly, I have 100% without a doubt that Deb did it to herself. Deb did it to herself to, to frame Hannah, put the doubt in Dexter's mind, and get Dexter to fold, basically fold his hand and give Hannah away. And I'll tell you why. Like, looking through all my notes on the scene between Dexter and Hannah, um, Hannah understands Dexter, and Dexter really appreciates that, especially when, like, he, she's like, you want to stay here? And he's like, no, I have somewhere to be. And she's like, the first two names she gives out are Deborah, and then she says Estrada. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say work. She doesn't say anything else. She's like, she knows immediately what he's going to do. And she doesn't even try to stop him. That's one of the, that's one of the things. And then when Dexter finally asks her the question, did you do it? She makes really good points. A, she is the lieutenant of homicide. 
everyone knows who she is and what her history is. Everyone knows she's Dexter's girlfriend. So she'd be the first suspect for anything if Deborah died. And then the second reason she gives is Dexter would know. For the sole purpose of what Dexter does and gives her up at the end, she wouldn't do it because she knew that would happen if he did anything if she did anything to Deborah. So it's definitely just Deborah making a power play, poisoning her not really poisoning herself, but doing that whole thing. It sets it up perfectly. Putting that seed of doubt in Dexter's mind. I really hope it is her. Because I just, I think it's a great move by Deb. Everyone knows I love Deb. But I think, I I also think for Hannah to show up on Deb's doorstep and basically can, you know, she's always challenging her. And so I like to actually, uh, I hope she did it. I hope Deb did it to set her up. Because I, I think it's, it's a strong move on her part. And it finally shows that when it all came down to it, Dexter still would be in Deb's corner. You know, like he's willing to give Hannah up, give Deb the evidence she needs. And I think it was kind of like the holy shit moment for Deb that you're like, oh, Dexter is still, I can still, manipulate like you said, him. manipulate him yeah. and work him. And I won over Hannah for once, wow. which she's been losing this whole rest of the season to her. Absolutely right. And I actually uh, just got a message from Martin right now saying we have a caller. Um, Woohoo! I want to throw something out here real quick before we go into the caller. Um, note, did you see Deb's BMW? Mm-hmm. Totally trashed. All she had were a few bruises and a broken wrist. She was planning to black out. I mean, her, the whole front of the car was caved in on where the driver's seat is. That could happen, though. My brother actually flipped his car, his Bronco, and the whole thing smashed in, and he didn't have to okay, scratch. Okay, real quick. So, but Technical things. Were the pills that were actually in the medicine cabinet, were those her pills? Because she had them with her earlier, and it was a bigger bottle. And then, two, if it was from the water, how would she open up a water and then her not notice when she opened her own water that it was already opened? Yeah, I mean, those were in there. There you go. That's a good point. Yeah, like she wouldn't put it in the water. That's the thing. I don't think. If it was Hannah, before they hate us and hang up on us. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's hear who our caller is. Caller, tell us uh, your name and where you're calling from. Hello. Oh. oh, sounds like they got. They hung up right when they. Oh, hit. oh no. Okay. Well, hope, hopefully they call back. That's my bad. I guess I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but all right, Mine let's. Too. So fast forward a little bit. Um, eventually, well, as, that- as long as we lost your caller, I want to piggyback. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Hannah has always poisoned with natural, like some sort of seed or herbaceous yeah. something. It has. It hasn't ever been anything. Drug induced. That's a really good point. She wouldn't use a pharmaceutical. It's not her MO. Right. Even though poisoning is her MO, that is not. Right. And plus, it was easily found. And Hannah's much smarter than that. Right. So I don't know. I I did not agree with the end of this whole Hannah and Dexter experience this episode. I mean, for how much you can tell she cares for him, and like, she was honest when she. She was honest when she went to Deborah's house and talked to her and was telling her that, look, let's try to make this work. Let's get something. She stayed back. She didn't try to approach her. She didn't try to do anything violent. Her body language was completely docile. She wasn't trying to do anything harmful or or evil. I mean, it was all about, look, this is Dexter. It's the holidays. Dexter wanted you to be at dinner. Dexter wanted you to be a part of our Christmas. Join us. And Deborah basically throws it in her face and says, no, the only time Dexter will be peaceful is when you're behind bars. And, yeah, and then De- then her gift to Dexter is like a pic- is, is the picture of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's no point. Yeah. There's no point. Dexter, I don't like that he so easily fell into that trap. And Deborah just played him so easily. And it was... 
it was so interesting to see how he didn't even think that Deb would do that to herself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But of, go ahead. Yeah, of course at the end we see Dexter gives away this, the pen of Sal Price, which yeah. surprisingly he kept on to, which kind of shows that he might have had some doubts about Hannah to begin with for him to actually keep the pen to keep some leverage over her. Yeah, he he knows it has her fingerprints on it. He knows it still has the aconite on it. So, I mean, Dexter has his doubts from the beginning. It's kind of sad for Hannah. And he totally gave her a Judas kiss right under the mistletoe. Yep. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Okay, so I mentioned this before we went on air, but I just, like, Dexter, how stupid. She said, um, you should have killed me. Is that, yeah. Mm-hmm. How stupid to send a scorned woman to prison. This is, the, like, honestly the dumbest move of his criminal career. He's very human. Oh, it looks like we have the caller back. Great. With a happy face. Thank you, Martin. (laughs) Caller, please tell us uh, your name and where you're calling from. Um, Hey, guys. Actually, that wasn't me before. Oh, okay. Um, Very good. I'm a new caller now. This is, but I did call a few weeks ago. It's Ray from New York. Oh, hey, Ray. 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 Welcome. What's up, Ray? (laughs) Hey, guys. I'll tell you, I'm I'm disgusted with the episode, man. I was a big uh, Dexter and Hannah fan, and man, oh, man, that really, I didn't see this coming at all. Boy. Yeah, you know what? I didn't have a, a good feeling about this episode either. Like, I think the whole season has been good up until this episode this is where it kind of i think it's because it was a holiday episode though and that's that's probably where it lies with me okay i'm sorry but no (laughs) no okay i disagree with where they took hannah and doug and uh dexter but no this episode was amazing the way the way they set up with la guerta and everything well those those were the amazing parts that i liked but um i just didn't like the whole i didn't like very much the dynamics between between hannah and everybody else i feel Mm, what do you think ray yeah, I mean, the main thing that I, I didn't like was the uh, Hannah Dexter thing, because I, I thought they were good together. Um, I do think what Guado did was, was brilliant. I mean, I did appreciate that part. And plus, that other guy, uh, what's his name, Estrada? I mean, he's, he's, he's free now, so Dexter's in a lot of trouble. Certainly, Hannah can rat on him and, and, and tell everything that he's done. And and the other guy can as well. So I mean, he's he's been as we talked about a few weeks ago, extremely sloppy this season. And this this is really going to come back and get him, I think. Hey Ray, don't you think it was very sloppy of him to go after Hector, knowing that he's being watched and that people could, you know, tie him, that he would have a motive uh, of going after him? Yeah. I, I, if anything, don't do it right away. I mean, he could watch him for maybe a couple of months or something, and maybe do something then. But yeah, he. I mean. Yeah, I, I think he did it way too quick, and boy, he was set up big time there, I'll tell you. Way set up. Gosh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how now next week is the season finale, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen in the finale? You know what? I mean, after the way the season went, I have no clue. I mean, anything could happen now. I mean, geez, because I didn't see this coming. I mean, way back when... He had uh, Hannah on the on the table. I didn't see it coming where he was going to just, you know, not kill her and you know the rest of you know what happened there. I mean, I I used to think I was a pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. guy at, at, at figuring out what's going to happen, but certainly not this year. This has been some exciting year. Well, uh, last time we had uh, Scott Reynolds, who's uh, one of the writers 
on the show, and he's also the producer, one of the producers of the show. And he actually he said that you know we have been saying how Dexter's been getting so sloppy, especially compared to like you know the previous seasons. De- Dexter's not as cold and calculating as he once was, but that's because he is becoming more human, and that's what the writers are trying to show. And they're trying to show that humans make mistakes. What, what do you think about that, Ray? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That we're trying to see. Well, they're trying to allow us to see the human side of him, which um, he was almost not human because he was always so perfect. I mean, the other seasons, he never made a mistake. He was, you know, spot on everything. And uh, I mean, geez, yeah, we're certainly seeing his human side coming out this this season. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I did enjoy that last week. I did listen to that. That was very informative. Um, as all your shows are. I mean, this is great. I'm going to miss you guys after next week. Yeah. Oh, we're going to miss you too, Ray. But you know what? Hey, maybe you can call us back for the finale. We're going to have a special guest then. Thank you very much for your okay. call, Ray. And, uh, okay, thanks. Okay, you thanks. Guys, you guys have a good holiday season. Okay, you, you too. too. Happy holidays. And if you're like Ray and can't get your fill of our Dexter podcast, that would be a great time to go on to iTunes and do a little search for AfterBuzz Dexter. Click on that first link. That's going to be us. And you can fill out a review. You can do one to five stars. You know, we deserve that five star, of course. I mean, <laughs> we're working hard on getting some great guests in here and always always trying to be on top of things with stuff that's going on in the story. So feel free to check out that podcast. Try to get as much information on this show as you can because... It's happening. And yeah. we, we might have some between-season goodies for you. We might. Ooh. so Just a little tuned. tease right there. <laughs> that would be neat. <laughs> so, that scared me. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you're out of your Dexter fix after this season, we've got to give you something between now and the finale season. Yeah, and don't forget, you know, tell a friend. It only takes a minute to talk about After Buzz TV and give us five stars. Yeah. Hey, Anna. Or Anna, have you heard of... <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to go there. All right, let's get back into this episode. By the last show, he'll get your name down. <laughs> Honestly, like... How long have I known you and I still can't get it right? I don't know, four months? Oh, <laughs> man, okay, I'm going to shut up now. Okay, well, while we're, you know, b- before we go back to uh, LaGuerta and Matthews, let's talk a little bit about, like, about um, about Matt Fahey and some of, some of your projects that are going on right now. So, uh... Well, before we went on air, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Sandwich Head. What's yeah. up with that? It's a it's it's a web series that uh, I do with uh, my brother, uh, his our, our production company, I ninety five Pictures, and then we also do it with uh, Meatbox, which is a production company, um, and Howie Mark are are the creators of that, and uh, my cousin Zach is actually Sandwich Head, and he's uh, <laughs> a guy with a sandwich as a head, and he's a crazy. Alcoholic, drug addict, murderer. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's a very like. Uh, it kind of fits in with Dexter yeah. a little bit. He's a, ser- exactly. he's a murder serial exactly. killer. But but he can't like he, he shoots himself in the head and but he can't die. He's a sandwich. So. It's just like oh, the, the bread is absorbing the bullets. Exactly. Like it'll go out and mustard and mayonnaise will go all over the walls, but uh, he won't die. But uh, a lot of other people die. <laughs> so, so including like a nine year old kid. Oh no! Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Happy holidays. It's, Dexter would be all over the, him. It's yeah. in the first episode, it, it, but it's very like cartoony and uh, <laughs> very uh, like Adult Swimish, but uh, cartoon die, sounds but it's and a live action. It's pretty crazy. So Matt, please tell me you use like very corny puns in that like time to wheat your maker. Uh, I, oh. <laughs> there, there are some things like that, but at the same time, it's kind of it, it's very. Uh, poetic in a way okay. at the same time um, there's an episode about rich people and he does this whole like 
Christmas, uh, what are the, like, poems, what are the, they called? Uh, uh, carols? carols? Yeah. yeah not not uh, a carol, but, uh, like, the, they all run, I don't know, whatever. It's like a Christmas poem, but he does it about rich people. Mm. And it's, it's like how they're ruining the world and they're out to kill you and you and you and they don't care about you or you and it's like it's really funny so it's very witty at the same time as is kind of cheesy okay so how did no pun intended how did you (laughs) (laughs) how did you come up with the idea of this guy's sandwich head Uh, actually my cousin came up with it and he he, uh he approached my brother and i and you know we we worked together on a bunch of different other projects and he's like i have this project will you guys come out and help shoot so we uh went out and we don't direct it we just uh are cameramen for it so uh idp sometimes my brother does and uh you know we we shoot what we think looks good and it turned out really well, and our editors are ridiculous. So, hmm. very Sick. cool. That's, yeah, that's one of two web series, right? Your other one is Never Fade Away. Yes, is ma'am. it? Yeah. You want to talk about that at all? Uh, yeah, it's it's centered around a, a character named Cassidy, and you know he, he gets in a. Um, I can't give it away, but uh, he's in a coma, and he thinks that everything that's happening is real life, but he's actually just imagining it. So his brother and his girlfriend and everybody he knows doesn't remember who he is and they're like we don't know you so he's kind of on a path to try to figure out what exactly happened and there's a girl who kind of shows him around about what happened but she doesn't realize that she was the one who got in the accident with him and she's in a coma as well oh wow so they're like dreaming together exactly exactly but um and then his subconscious comes in and is like uh, it's kind of screwing with both of them and uh it's kind of like the demon character kind of thing. Like not, he's not really like a demon, but he's like he's like the the bad guy, the antagonist, and uh, he kind of just messes with their heads as all this is going on. Once they try, they think they figured something out. He kind of changes it around, but he's kind of leading them to the truth that one of them is going to end up dead. Wow! Yeah. It sounds like he's got a little bit of a dark passenger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. much like Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we'll talk uh, more more about. Oh, did did you have another question for him? No, nope. I did not. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> I'll come up with one later. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get back to more of your projects and stuff, Matt. But let's go at- ahead and talk about another Matt Matthews and Laguerta and how they're on Dexter's <laughs> case this time. Jeez, mm-hmm. man, this, this was pretty insane. Okay, so um, we open up Dexter. He goes. He, he visits Matthews. And what did Matthews uh, use some kind of a ruse to get him over there to to the harbor? Um, no, I think he just said I want to talk to you. He just said I want to talk to you. Okay, yeah. well, that, that was kind of like the ruse to interrogate him in a way. Yeah, but I mean, Matthews has history with his father, so it's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, Dexter. It was probably just one of those, hey, Dexter, come have a drink with me mm-hmm. sometime, and that's or help me put the Christmas lights up. Maybe is something he used because that was a good little side plot they had with the no- noting the Christmas lights and later then, oh, you got one dead one. It's like. Ah, gonna that's, have to stay dead. Well, gonna have to stay dead. I yeah. love that. That was such a great metaphor for his for Matthew's pursuit of the Bay Harbor butcher. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much got to stay dead, and one man can only do so much. Sorry, I'm quoting early. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it really seemed like this was more Matthew. Oh, Matthew, sorry, sorry to cut you off. We actually have another caller. Yeah, oh. that call so, heavy nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh, go, uh, caller. Where? Uh, what's your name, and where are you calling from? Christian. Hey, Christian. Hi, Christian. Hey, what's going on? Uh, what show is, is this? WWE? Oh, no. This is Dexter. Oh, Dexter? Yeah, are you a Dexter fan? Uh, is, it a, uh, is it a reality show? 
No. <laughs> WWE is right. earlier today, but uh, thanks so much for calling. Hey, Christian, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> thanks for calling, Christian. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. Oh, man. But anyway, so, so De- Dex Music with Matthews. That's screeners. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working on it, guys. <laughs> um, and it really doesn't seem like from the beginning, Matthews really doesn't think that Dexter did it. From the very beginning, he first time he says, he does ask the questions Laguerta wanted him to, but it seemed more of just like a underlying theme of, Hey, Dexter, heads up. LaGuardia's after you for some stupid thing. She's going to try to pin it on you. And it seemed like he was more just giving Dexter a heads up. And he has the great line, she had one, one too many of those mosquitos. Mosquitos. <laughs> mosquitos. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever the hell they call whatever them. Whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> and then he does turn like more accusatory halfway through the conversation with his tone and everything. But then Dex makes up on the spot this, Dokes has a boat. That was and, a great lie, by the way. I didn't even think it was a lie. He convinced me and there for was, a moment. There was one thing. You guys weren't laughing, but I was laughing to myself because when he said, Matthew said, well, he was a formidable guy. And Dexter says, yeah, he was formidable and starts smiling and laughing. All I can think of is Dexter's like picturing Dokes in that cage, like trapped like a rat for days on end. <laughs> yep, he's formidable. <laughs> Surprise! He, he did give him a hard time, though. Honestly, he he followed him anywhere. He was more he, he was more f- formidable, I feel, than a lot of the other killers that Dexter's come across. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in I mean, in the books, their roles are flip flop, Laguerdas and Dokes. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see how they're doing it because they're turning they're turning Laguerta into the new Dokes in a way. If you kind of if you know how the progression of things goes in the books or how the writing usually goes, um, Dokes is always the guy who has it out for Dexter, who has that weird feeling that Dexter is the guy. But when they're trying to have a series like this that's going to last for a really long time, you can't have a character that knows who he is so early on and pressing for it and pressing for it and pressing for it. That's why they had to get rid of Dokes so early. So now that they're coming up on the end of the season, they really have to introduce a new character to be that role, and that's where LaGuardia comes into play, which is pretty brilliantly planned for thinking about how they had her relationship with Dokes. They had her give her doubts about Dokes being the Bay Harbor Butcher in previous seasons before she actually actively pursued it. So that was brilliant long-term writing in the end, and I'm really glad that they they successfully pulled a character to be suspicious of Dexter with cause, as opposed to just having somebody new come in to be su- suspicious of him. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and let's see, Dexter with that with that lie he gave, mm-hmm. um, and this, and it seems like new evidence to uh, to Matthews and Laguerta. He just he really picked what to do well, like from then on, and he just had them go down a trail of breadcrumbs to fo- you know to find all that evidence <laughs> that. And I, was it Deb who who planted? The some of the evidence because there was at that one conversation, Dex said thanks, Deb. I don't know because I saw Deb get out of her car at Laguerta's. Yeah, I think she yeah. did it right because she said yeah. I'll do it for you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, she that's did. what yeah. that that scene was. Okay. I think that yeah. was her going Laguerta's to plant the key in the yeah. in the tackle box. Yeah. And I mean Matthews is just all about the Dexter at this point. Or oh. plant the whole tackle box because he really didn't have a bow. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. it was an evidence. That's the. Oh yeah, no. like she she pulled it Sorry, out of the evidence guys. box. <laughs> no, you're good. No, I think no, I think maybe she put it in the evidence box though. Or I mean, maybe. Right, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think yeah. that's valid. I hadn't yeah. seen it before. You're right, but yeah, Matthews just every time it's like, oh, here's this is tackle gear. It's for deep sea fishing. He must have had a boat for that. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, oh, this is a key to that boat. They show up and he looks around and 
LaGuardia still will not believe that Dexter is not the Bay Harbor Butcher after they find the plastic wrap, the, the hilt with Dokes' fingerprint on it, and the warehouse that's pretty much made for killing people. Yeah. I mean, that's a creepy place. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that, that that tackle box was at LaGuardia's house because it, was, it belonged to... It belonged to Dokes. She yeah. took it. She took it out of evidence. She took like all all kinds of stuff out of evidence from the Bay Harbor Butcher case, and it hadn't been touched in so long, right? Yeah. Years from the Bay Harbor Butcher case, or this was like stuff that belonged to Dokes specifically. I think there were evidence boxes. Yeah, it looked like evidence boxes. I'm gonna. I. That's the problem. We don't get to watch yeah, it twice before to, we do yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, it seemed like that's what she put. She either put. The key in the thing, or she put the whole thing in there. Well, I was thinking of that what you thought too, Matt. The the whole thing because of the deep yeah. sea fishing, because it seemed like it was one thing after the next. Yeah, you know? yeah. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was like it was Dokes's box. Yeah, from when he died. No, I think the whole thing was planted as well. But my point is, if Maria was holding on to all of Dokes's belongings, you would think that she had gone through them just because yeah. she missed him. And she would have noticed that, oh, this is a box of tackle that wasn't there before. Right. I mean, that's a valid yeah. point. And thinking about it, he must have only, he mu- she must have planted the whole box right. for the yeah. ro- whole reason that Dokes didn't have a boat. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And at the same time, the one lure that she picked up was the only one that wasn't really, like, rusted away. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be the one that, if you opened up a box, it would catch your eye because it was shinier than the other ones. That's true. And this is a great line that they had through that because LaGuardia still won't believe. And I'm going to say the F word here, but it's quoting, so I I can do it. Jesus, LaGuardia, I've heard of people fucking their brains out, but Jesus Christ. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) And let's let's fast forward a little bit because we're kind of running out of time. But LaGuardia totally set him up, right? Yeah. Oh, Oh my my goodness. You know what? He thought it was a gift. He was, Dexter was the fish in this case. He was giving them a trail of breadcrumbs. But you know what? LaGuardia was smarter in this case. And she was the one who had the lure. She, She really lured him in. And he got away, though, thankfully, right? Yeah, and uh, had Estrada not said anything, you're working with her, right? I mean, yeah, it would have been done. done. It it, would, yeah, it would have mm-hmm. been done for our hero. But at the same time, didn't wasn't Dexter followed there? So aren't they? I think they had a tracker on Estrada. Oh, or something. Yeah. Some, someone tailing him, probably. Okay. Yeah, because I uh, seriously like when I when they first released Estrada and he was talking and Dexter was like talking about killing him. I I had like that split second thought, like, oh, maybe they'll use it to get to him, and then it just went out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And then when he's on the table and says that, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Because, like, it really, they don't lead you on at all. Like, you literally have maybe the one clue that he gets out pretty easily mm-hmm. for a guy who killed so many people. Exactly. But, damn. And I think that it, it, the, it being in the, the shipping container and the uh, chainsaw is yeah. kind of like a dead giveaway that it is Dexter. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And uh, it's it's all circumstantial, though. And that's look where it needs direct evidence. She needs to know that Dexter was there directly. Yeah. Because technically, all they have is a guy who, in his past, murdered a lady with a chainsaw in a cargo container. Was f- went to an area where there's a chainsaw in a cargo container. So they have no solid evidence on Dexter for the fact that Estrada could have been the guy with the chainsaw in the cargo container himself, trying to kill someone else. So I mean, yeah, I thought I honestly thought when when it cut away to Laguerta again, then finding him, I thought we would see. 
Dexter like half strapped to the table with the guy dead on the corner and Dexter saying he tried to finish the job or something like that, trying to set up Estrada for that thing. Or Estrada gone and Dexter just like on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I thought that too. That would have been an interesting way for the episode to go if that happened. I'm interested to see where they take Estrada because he's definitely coming back. Right. But I don't think he's going to want it because he thinks, because at this point he thinks that Dexter was working with LaGuerta. So he's not going to be a guy to just go back to LaGuardia and be like, hey, your boy Dexter is messing with me. So, I mean, he's going to be doing his own little behind-the-scenes stuff to get, uh, get back at Dexter and get back at LaGuardia. Hypothetically, he could be the one to kill Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Little Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't have anything else to, to talk about. I think with- that would be fine. <laughs> what she did to Hannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, in the previews, we do. You were talking about like, or Ray was saying on the phone about Hannah and Dexter's relationship being over. But in the previews, we do see them have a passionate kiss or something. Yeah. And I kind of believe that. And I think it was poison that he gave her because she kind of passed out after they kissed. Yeah. It shows her mm-hmm. like passing out. So. I don't think they're he completely realizes done. it, and maybe Dexter doesn't go to jail. He, they pull a uh, Romeo Juliet type thing. Hmm. Huh. Well, no, never mind. There's another. <laughs> There's another season. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to well. be just La Horta, La Horta going around trying to find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> one of our one of our listeners made a prediction that uh, that Dexter does die at the end of the season, Ooh. and that Deb teaches the code to Harrison next season. The only reason I don't believe in that is just for the reason that Deb would never do that. And also that the show is titled Dexter. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think you can have the last season without Michael C. Hall. <laughs> but I, I do like that prediction that Yeah, it's interesting. That Deb ends up handing the code down. Um, so do we have any other topics Let's, to go over? Uh, quickly, we can talk about uh, Deb and Dex. So yeah. They, they had a lot going on, too. Okay, so... Um, he, uh, oh, they go over to Santa, right, with Harrison. Take, yeah. Like a little family picture. I made a note about that. I was like, way to phone in your fatherhood, Dexter. Like, why did you even show up for that? Jamie's, like, holding him, waiting in line. <laughs> like, she's like, you guys, like, come take the picture. <laughs> that was funny. It was ridiculous to me. <laughs> they have so much going on, you know, like. They're his, so busy. His kid is, like, s- such a little side thing, you know. But yeah. he is one of the most important things as well. Because remember when we were talking to Scott? Harrison is the one that brings him down to earth, brings in De- even Dexter, like whenever he's trying to make a decision, he looks at a picture of Harrison, he looks at Harrison or something. This scene's an exact moment when he tells Deb and Deb looks at Harrison and she says, fine, I'll help you. Right. So, I mean, that is Harrison is that one, like he's the middleman to Deb and Dex's dealings now, it seems <laughs> to, to a point. Shouldn't he be talking by now? What? Shouldn't he be talking by now? He, he, like does, he does. He says Dada and stuff like that. I Dada think. and Dada's box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, we've talked about this. Yeah. Okay. When's well, he gonna start calling? When's he gonna start calling Jamie mom? Honestly. Oh man, <laughs> that would be hilarious if that happened. Or auntie, actually, that'd be cute. Something. So we honestly don't get too much more of Deb and Dexter until the yeah. hospital. She's in the car accident, and yep. then the hospital scene where Deborah basically tells Dexter that Hannah was at her house. He accuses oh. her. And that's or she the, accuses him, her, rather. Yeah, and Dexter's trying everything, like, look, it wouldn't have done this, it wouldn't have done this. But at the same time, no matter how much he denies it, it put the doubt in his mind, which eventually led to the climax of this episode with the very sad for the viewers ending, because I didn't want that to go down like that. But it's going to be interesting with the inside man and the outside man part, with Hannah being inside and Dexter not, because I know she won't give him up. For a fact, she's not going to give up Dexter. 
But um, but she does say, "You should have killed me," because that could be even taken away of that. Now I can screw you over. It can either be taken that way, or the way that I took it was, "You should have killed me instead of making me fall in love with you and then betraying me like this." Yeah. Because like literally, like I don't think she has ill feelings towards Dexter aside from, like, because she was when when he was gonna kill her, she was fine with it. But now that he now that she loves him, and he's gonna send her away, that's just it's another person trying to run away. Remember her guys. The thing with her guys is all my guys always try to run away, and I'm not trying to run away now, and you're not running away now. And now this is a sign of Dexter trying to get away from her. And it's just kind of sad. It's a very forlorn love story. Yeah, and also it kind of shows him becoming more human at the same time because I think he kind of reacted off of emotion as opposed to really thinking about well. She knows everything about me. Exactly. So at the yeah. same time. Um, and we, there's one scene that I just want to mention real quick is uh, Batista and LaGuerta. Batista basically says he's going in with, for his retirement on the first. And come on, get out alive, man. Get out yeah. alive. <laughs> Don't eat food from Papa's. Just get out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all those mold warnings or whatever. And the final scene with Deb and Hannah, or not Deb and Hannah, um, Dexter and Hannah. I just wrote down a little note. Just like Family Christmas, somebody's screaming murder. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you can have a holiday meal or anything without somebody at the end of it in some way or another ending up hating each other and somebody getting sent to jail. <laughs> I don't know. Not exactly my I'm from experience. North Carolina, all right? All right. Well, <laughs> I really quickly just want to point out Quinn got owned. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Like... Yeah, that was embarrassing. That guy. Oh, yeah. She left a note. It's in my locker. She's in Vegas now. Uh, Met a lot to her. Yeah. Thanks for the memories. Used. Used. He did so much for her, and she just ditches him. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was great because, like, Anna and I have been saying all all season long, it's like, come on, Quinn, really? Like, all, everything that he was doing, we're like, really, for the stripper, you yeah. could have be a little smarter, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was just it was just kind of perfect in the way it yeah. ended. It's perfect in the way that it was written, too, because it makes so much sense looking back at everything she says to him, every scene they have. She's scared. She's scared. He's the big bad cop who can save her. He saves her, and then she's gone. Yeah. Sad. I mean, that's how... Uh, poor Quinn. Yeah. Such an asshole, but poor Quinn. Poor Quinn. Totally used. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and move into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Did anybody have anything aside from me? I got something pretty juicy. I, but you, but someone can go first. I have something pretty juicy, too. Oh, go ahead. Oh, juicy. I wonder if we off. have the same juicy thing. <laughs> well, mine is mine's a major spoiler alert. Okay. Like, really? Yes. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I, I sent this like via text to you guys a couple weeks ago. Oh, that te- I didn't believe it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, well, um, rumor has it uh, that there's a major makeout scene between um, Deb and Dex coming oh, up. Oh, I did see so. that. Ew. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Ew. That's going to happen <laughs> next episode, you think? Well, I don't know, because... Uh, Rumor has it again, this person was on set, so I don't know if that was ooh. recent or it's for next season, but that's the... That's very juicy. That's juicy. I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> hey, doesn't that kind of go with your whole, uh, what's it called? Uh, your kind of prediction? Of, of which one? Of, of uh, the final, uh, of next episode, that you when we watched the preview of it. Oh, I don't know. 
I'm trying to remember which Steven, one you're talking about. You throw out like so many predictions. I know. Which are great. <laughs> which are great, Just by the way. You, you said a dream sequence. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That, that dream sequence is pretty blatant. Like, yeah. with, with seeing Dexter arrested, it's such a blatant dream so sequence. So maybe it's a... Yeah, maybe it's during part the dream of sequence. It, part yeah. of that. Yeah, it probably But is. that kiss part just made me think of another prediction. So, do we have any more news oh, and gossip? No, I yeah, do. Sean, yes. I have something really important, actually. I was listening to... We had Scott Reynolds on last week, and I listened to his podcast, and him and um, Desmond Harrington, who plays Quinn, uh, they were having a conversation, and in their conversation, they say that he's going to be in season eight. Oh, so, so he, he has to be, he cannot <laughs> die this season. He's got to be there next time. He's not going to die of malnourishment. I actually listened to that interview they had, and um, he, uh, he, he's, he talks about it, and he just says he's been running. It's a very simple explanation. He's been running more, apparently getting more tan, and, mm. and also he's been eating smarter. That's what he says. And he just, he's in his 30s now. He doesn't have the body of like a 20-year-old. And he just he just runs more. You know, he thought he, he felt like he was getting heavy uh, mm. when he first joined Dexter. And that's why he just like started cutting down his weight and changing his lifestyle. Well, power to him. People on drugs yeah. say that too. What you say? <laughs> Dang it, Hannah. We're never going to get him on a guest. Uh, uh, Desmond Harrington, come on the show, please. Yeah. You're, you're awesome. We love you now. We do love you. <laughs> we want to talk about Nadia. Yeah. And we want you to pee in a cup first. Nadia. Uh. <laughs> so, anyway, if there are no other news and gossip, let's talk about some predictions. And now, I always you're after miss the cue. All right, I'll um, I'll go ahead and start off. I think um, because you know, we, Matt, you mentioned that Hana. Well, everybody heard it, but Hana is really she's scorned, right? She's she. What was that thing that you said that she said earlier? I totally forgot. Uh, what, what she said in the end? You should have yeah. killed me. Yeah, you should have killed me. That's yeah. it. So when she said that, I, I feel like you know. Hannah's going to say something about Dexter, about him mm-hmm. being a killer. She's going to allude to something. She's maybe going to use it as as leverage to perhaps get out. You know, she's going to say it to Deb in a way that it, it makes her feel like, okay, she has this ammunition against Dexter now. And I also feel like LaGuerta is going to die next uh-huh. episode. That's in my prediction. Oh. Not the same one, but... I stole it from you. Uh, Energy leech right here. <laughs> Energy leech. I only have one quick one, so I'll jump after you. I don't think she's going to die nep- next episode, but I'm going to predict that Dexter is going to kill her. Mm. Eventually. It's too obvious, though, I think, with the preview. All right. All right. Go Who's next? You are. Okay. Uh, sit back and relax for a second. Guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We've got um, a paragraph here. <laughs> You actually mentioned something about Dexter trying to poison Hannah through a kiss. Um, I think if that's if that's somewhat of a sequence, how Dexter's playing it out in his head, and he has that poison on his lips, and apparently they're supposed to have a kiss. Maybe it's planned for Hannah, and then Dexter has to get Deb out of there, so he just kisses Deb to knock her out with that poison or something like that. I mean, that's if there is that kiss thing, that's what I see it as. I don't see Dexter kissing her for any other reason other than that. Um, I don't think Hannah's going to rat on Dexter at all. I think Dexter is probably going to try to get Hannah released on the charges by even if he has to tamper with evidence to go to that point. I don't see LaGuerta dying next episode either. I see Dexter pinning the Bay Harbor Butcher murders on somebody else, not Dexter. I think she's going to try to go for him but not go for him. He said something about he's not going to let Deb take the fall for it in the preview. I don't know. I think LaGuerta is going to have something happen to her that's going to change her mind. 
but I can't, I can't even focus my thoughts right now. Like, seriously, I have so much things that could happen. <clears throat> How about I'll write down my prediction and I'll post it on the YouTube video. I'll tweet okay. it out. How about uh, I think that <laughs> Deb is going to arrange for a hit on Hannah while she's in jail. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my prediction. You can't say nah. Yeah. That's, that's my prediction. Yeah. Nah. He did it to both of ours. <laughs> Honestly. Like that. That's, that's nah. pretty creative. Yeah, thanks. You're a jerk. Jeez. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a prediction. <laughs> nah. I mean, uh, I, I, Matthew, uh, what do you got? I, I, I was thinking of no the, the whole gene <laughs> sequence. Uh, he kind of imagines kissing Hannah to kill her, but then he finds out that with the whole poison thing and then he finds out that Deb set her up so then maybe he knocks out Deb and gets the pen or something yeah mm. that, and that's where the kiss comes in with between Deb and Dexter if it happens and, and as so we he know, imagines it with Hannah but then uses it against Deb yeah, yeah. and as we know there's like so much evidence that goes missing in the Miami-Dade police department <laughs> honestly gets <laughs> <laughs> people and, out of jams and evidence added and evidence yeah. added as well very, very good Matt <laughs> okay, so LaGuardia disappears. Where'd LaGuardia go? I don't know. I saw her in the evidence locker. <laughs> Quinn went in there a second ago. <laughs> now she's gone. Uh, but yeah, so I, I can't really think of anything else predictions-wise. No, I'm so jumbled. It. Yeah, so uh, that's about it. We're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, Matthew Fahey, thank you so much for discussing Dexter with us. Thank and you for of course, yes, thank you. you. You were on the show. I wish we could have talked to you more about your experience, maybe working with Michael C. Hall. That was great. Um, That's it. There you go. <laughs> sum it up. Yeah, sum it He's up. Awesome. It was great. So, um, uh, where can we find you on Twitter and tell us about your i95 Productions website? Uh, it's Matt L. Fahey uh, for Twitter and Instagram, I think. I don't really go on there that much. Uh, I have a Huse. It's Matthew Fahey. And uh, i95pictures.com. Okay. Word. Very good. And I'm Sean Overman, and you can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore Overman. I'm Stephen Lemieux. And <laughs> you can. <laughs> I, you got to get a reaction shot for Is this on the CSI on Miami. No. Yeah! No, uh, you can find me at Stephen Lemieux on Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm Anna Cobble. You can follow me at Cobble for Mayor, K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R. And I'm at JJ Jorgens on Twitter at JJJorgens.com. And thank you so much for joining us, guys. We will see you next week for the season finale of Dexter. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.